It's time to get up and get your day started. Morant. Oh! A jawbreaker! It's Sports 56 Mornings with Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. The first hour of Sports 56 Mornings is brought to you by East Memphis Ace Hardware at the corner of White Station and Quince. Now, here are your hosts, Greg and Eli. You get up every morning Good morning, everyone. Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day to you. It's a great day for us here at Sports 56 because it is our annual remote at Dinstall's, the heavenly place here in Memphis with five locations. We are at the Pleasant View location, and we will be broadcasting all our shows all day long. We welcome you into Sports 56 Mornings on this Wednesday, February 7th, 2024. Greg Gaston, Eli Savoy on location. Zach Boyd producing the program back in the Family Leisure Studios. Family Leisure, 2120 Witten Road, just north of I-40, not far from where we're at. Their floor model sale continues, so check them out. Also, the first hour of the program brought to you by East Memphis Ace Hardware. Currently 36 degrees, a little chilly out there. Clear skies, though. It looks like a pretty nice day. We're talking about a high nearing the mid-60s, 64, the projected high today under partly cloudy skies, mainly cloudy tonight with a low of 49, and then tomorrow some clouds roll in, slight chance of rain, but a high of 63 for your Thursday. So a perfect day to get on out here and see us. We'll tell you about everything that's happening here uh, at Dinstall's in just a moment. Here's the show lineup for you today. At 8.05, Andy Borman will join us, Memphis Tigers assistant basketball coach. Tigers get set to head to Philadelphia to take on Temple tomorrow night. Jerry Palm at 8.25 from CBS Sports, cbssports.com. We'll talk Grizzlies with DeMichael Cole at 9.05. The Grizz falling last night in New York at Madison Square Garden to the Knicks, 123-113. to 113. And then at 9.30, Hunter Story will join us for the first time. He's the director of the Bluff City Collective. We'll find out more about... Not only that collective, but how the collectives work. I know it's still a mystery to a lot of people, so we will go over that with Hunter at 9 to 30. We'll take your calls and your texts on the Sports 56 listener lines at 901-360-8255. Of course, you can hit us up with comments, questions, concerns, Facebook, Twitter, most social medias. Hit us up on our website, MemphisSports.com. Easy ways to get in touch with us if you'd like to uh, give us your thoughts on anything that's going on in the world of sports. And, of course, if you just want to kick back, relax, and listen, that is fine as well. It's also National Signing Day, but not the busy signing day. That's in December, but still there will be some things happening, not only for the University of Memphis and Ole Miss and area teams, but around the country. That's your lineup. We are excited, Eli, as always, to be here at Dinstall's. Yeah, no doubt about it. Today's, uh, today's always a great day when we get to go to, so I got a, I got an interesting day today. Not only do I hear, which is always a great day, but then I got to go down to the Lander Center for our annual education day hustle game. Um, so I will be in the Lander Center along with 8,000 screaming school children. Jeez. Um, the place is sold out of school chill with school children today. So that's always a, a fun game that. I, I try and survive. Uh, it gets loud. It gets loud in there. I got to be honest. So you will literally be hustling down from here, leaving a little bit early to get down to the Lander Center. That's right, and uh, and then just having a constant loud buzz in my ear for two hours. Um, but yeah, this is always a fun day, and uh, of course Valentine's Day is a week from today, so you are one week out. And Dinstals always makes it very easy on you to get something special here for your some someone special. Um, they've got the chocolate-covered strawberries with their season launch coming up on Monday. Uh, the chocolate-covered strawberries, of course, are world-famous and absolutely delicious. You can order those ahead of time, and then next week you come in. They've got a special little pickup area for you, so it's very simple to just zip on in, grab your strawberries and whatever else you order, and head on your way. Absolutely make it can't make it any easier of course beyond the strawberries you look around the store there is absolutely everything that you can imagine i look over here i see chocolate footballs i see chocolate basketballs they've got the assorted boxes of chocolates they got the heart-shaped boxes they got everything you could possibly imagine uh whatever chocolate you're looking for they've got it and it is these delicious dinstall's chocolates they've got various sizes of boxes from three ounces up to seven pounds which i can't even imagine a seven pound box of chocolates <laughs> 
<laughs> like I don't even, like I, that that blows my mind. A seven pound box of chocolates. That that is that's a lot. That's when you take the seven pound box of chocolate. You don't give it to your loved one for Valentine's Day. You actually present it as a little snack, a little bit of a dessert for. The big game on Sunday. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's, it, that is a that's a that's for a party. That's for a group. That's a family. That's for a party. That's the, that's all because that's a whole bunch of stuff. They've got the Laurelwood location, Germantown, Collierville, downtown. Of course, here at Pleasant View. The other locations were opening up at 10 a.m. this morning, but here they are open now. You can you can come in now and see us. 7 a.m. They're opening up because we are here. We will be here throughout the day. They're open until 6 p.m. at all the locations. And here's the big thing today: if you mention Sports 56, and you can do that by coming into one of the locations, or you can do it over the phone. If you call in and place your order, and you mention Sports 56 you're going to get a 14% discount on your entire order. So this makes this is why it makes a lot of sense to order ahead of time. Place your order today, mention Sports 56, and you're going to get 14% off the entire order. And again, you can do that in person or over the phone at any of the locations today while they're open. That's a that's a today-only thing that you can take advantage of the 14% discount by mentioning you heard it on Sports 56. 122 years. I think they probably, if you're doing something for 122 years, I think you're probably doing it right. I'd give them another 50 years to perfect it, but I, mean, but I, I think they're close. I'm guessing 122 years, you <laughs> must be doing something right if you've been around for that long. That's just my guess. Here's the other thing. If you come here, to the Pleasant View location and see us. We've got a little registration box here on the table. You can register to win. They are going to be giving away a one-pound heart-shaped box of assorted chocolates. We're also going to give away a one-pound box of the chocolate-covered strawberries. And we've got two four-packs of tickets for the Tigers game against Tulane coming up this Sunday. So you could win either the one-pound box of the assorted chocolates, the box of the chocolate-covered strawberries, or a four-pack of tickets. We got two of those for the game this Sunday as the Tigers host Tulane, looking for revenge against the Green Wave for the loss down in New Orleans earlier this season. That For that, to register for that, you have to come here in person to Pleasant View, fill out an entry slip, and drop it in the box. We won't be drawing those winners until just before 6 o'clock tonight. So you've got plenty of time to get by here. Again, they're open right now at this location. You could come in right now if you want, but you've got all day long to come by here, the Pleasant View location, and fill out your entry form to try and win one of those prizes. And as you said, again, folks, you can call in your order. You could stop by any of the five locations, but you must say you heard it here on Sports 56 to get your 14% discount. Take advantage of it. I know we're a week out from Valentine's Day, but do it now. As Eli said, you could already go ahead and put your orders in for the chocolate-covered strawberries as that season's ready to launch and pick them up. Special window to come by so you're not standing in line. Zip in, zip out, and take advantage of the opportunity to possibly win these freebies today here at the location at Pleasant View. This is where they make the chocolates. This is where the factory's located. It's at 5280 Pleasant View Road. And, again, looks like it will be a delightful day. So come on out anytime. We're broadcasting all day long. As I mentioned, it, it's signing day. It's so weird with the December signing day, the portal, all that stuff. It's just it's not what it used to be. It used to be in February. It was National Signing Day, and it was huge. You will have names that will be announced today, but just few and far between compared to what we had in December, although Memphis has just announced that they have signed defensive back Jordan Greer from Ellenwood, Georgia, who is a transfer from Indiana. So, once again, Ryan Silverfield and company strike. There's a few others that I believe Memphis will be signing today, but the number is very limited compared to what it was uh, back in December. But, of course, we'll keep you posted. Last night at the world's most famous arena, Madison Square Garden, the Grizzlies fall to the Knicks 123-113. to no surprise, because we know what's going on with the Grizzlies as they are cobbling a roster to put together to play. 
They were getting clobbered. They come back. They play hard. They outscore the Knicks in the fourth, 39-26. You can't fault this team on effort, but you can admit that there's a lack of talent, and talent usually prevails, and the Knicks prevail by 10 as the Grizzlies fall for a sixth straight time overall. They are now 18-33. and It's interesting, when all the rash of injuries hit, I'm talking about after Ja was lost, after we obviously knew Steven Adams at the beginning of the year was lost, but then when Desmond Bain's injury came, Smart's injury came, Kennard was out for a while, they played really well and they won a few games, and you thought, wow, this is strange. And I said, I remember saying on the on the show that, wow, I, I didn't even think they'll come close to 30. The way they're going right now, it looks like they'll get 30 wins this year. Now I'm back to, I don't know if they'll get the 30 wins because they just don't have an assemblance of, of, of players. They play hard. They are coached hard. I give credit to that coaching staff. But, again, when it comes down to it, you just can't compete talent-wise. Last night is weird because they went 21 of 37 from three-point range. They went 21 of 37 from three-point range. Shot 51% overall from the field and were never in the game. No. <laughs> that normally wins you a game, like that if, type of offense. If you go 21 of 37 from three-point range, you think you probably won. Right. That's, that's absolutely. That is that's the recipe for winning, and they were not even competitive. Like it's it's crazy. Like everybody was just making threes, but they could not stop the Knicks. You know, the Knicks go eleven of twenty-seven. They shoot forty percent from three-point range themselves. They shoot over fifty-five percent overall from the field. Um, they just had they they could not get any stops. And as the season goes along, and these guys are playing, like I don't. They they do they play hard. I don't, but certainly I don't know if they're really like digging down on the defensive end. Like you know you're overmatched. You know whatever. I it's I don't I can't fault anything that happens at this point. Like it it just is what it is. What happens the rest of the way just is what it is. I don't know. Uh, you know I don't even know for sure how much the organization really wants them to win these games. <laughs> like I don't. Um, you know, it's a weird draft. It's not a great draft by any means, and I don't know how much difference there is between pick number five and pick number eleven. Um, but you know, a, a higher pick might be a better trade asset. Um, you know, again, I don't know how much we're going to see any. Like, how much we're are we going to see Jaron the rest of the way? Like, or how much you know when Desmond? You know, they're talking about him beating the timeline, all that stuff. But again. Once he's healthy, how much are we seeing Desmond? How much are do we see Marcus Smart at all? Like all of these things, I have I have no idea how they're going to approach the rest of the season. And of course, we have to find out what they're going to do the next what thirty some hours, right, up to the trade deadline. You know, see if they're they dump off more salary for next year. How they're approaching that? I don't. It's it's just going to be a the rest of the season is a bit of a mystery. It is. And nobody's into moral victories, right? You appreciate the effort. I don't believe this is an organization that will ever drop back and punt, so they're not literally going to wave the white flag, but they certainly will be, I think, careful, as you mentioned, the rest of the way. And after the game tomorrow night against Chicago, they host the Bulls. They'll have 30 games remaining. They'll be careful on how often they use Jackson, Smart when he returns, Bain when he returns, Brandon Clark, we'll see. We both said that it's probably good for him to get a few games under his belt before the offseason as he gets ready for hopefully what will be a nice comeback year next year. So they're not going out there and very obviously tanking. They're, they're trying to win. Taylor Jenkins is coaching them up. Those kids are going out there and they're playing. And I hear what you're saying about the defensive effort, but remember, a lot of these guys are playing for their careers. They're playing for spots, whether it be on this team, whether it be on another team. So they're playing hard. They're just not good enough most nights. And I don't think there's a, a lack of effort. So I think Grizzlies fans appreciate that. I got to be honest with you. I can't watch them all the time. I'm just, I know what the story's going to be. I can only watch so much. I've already been sold on Vince Williams. Vince Williams went out, scored 19 points last night, so I know what he's about. I'm sold on G.G. Jackson. Off the bench last night, he had 16. Now he's very inconsistent because he's just a rook. He's a kid, but he's been impressive. Uh, they also got 15 off the bench from David Roddy last night. The guys that play 
are playing hard. But you have two-way guys, you have 10-day guys, and it's just when it comes down to it in the fourth quarter, even though the Grizzlies in this particular game came back in the fourth quarter, the games recently that they've lost during this losing streak, they've hung tough into the fourth quarter, and then teams realize we're about to lose to these guys, and they put their foot down, and... They accelerate, and they go ahead, and they win the basketball game. A couple of other notes from last night. Derek Rose returning to his old stomping grounds at the Gadden, and unfortunately for D. Rose, who looked like he was playing pretty well to start the game at 7 points in 12 minutes, injures his right ankle. And it's just a shame. Uh, it, they rolled the dice, but it wasn't that much of a of a risk on bringing D. Rose to Memphis. But it's just not the way D. Rose had hoped. It's been an injury-filled season so far, so he gets hurt again last night. And then a former, another former Tiger in Precious Achua playing for the Knicks. He came over in that trade with Toronto, had 17 points, five rebounds, three steals, three assists, one block. Jalen Brunson, the all-star, doing his thing. This is a good Knicks basketball team who's going to be at without Julius Randle for a while. They just announced yesterday that Randle will miss the all-star game. In fact, Randle and Embiid out Trey Young and Scotty Barnes replacements they are in. But again, with the Grizzlies, I, you, you can't get too upset about it. You're sick to your stomach that it's been one of those seasons. You feel bad for people who have spent their hard-earned money for season tickets to see a, a a team that's minus all their stars. But again, if you're looking in the effort category, I think the effort's been there. Ron texted, says Grizzlies are shooting for a top-five lottery pick. And Again, I don't, I don't know what their hopes are. I, I mean, I guess if you're not going to make the playoffs, you want to get the best pick you could possibly sure. get. Um, it, this is going to be – this is a weird draft, though, um, in that there if – you, if you look around at, like, mock drafts, there is very wide-ranging opinions on a lot of these guys because you know, you've got two of the top guys are foreign kids, the two French guys that – you know, aren't playing here. Um, you've got the G League Ignite guys, um, a couple of them that are expected to be up there high. Um, I got to see one of them, um, Buzelis. Holland did not play. How do you look? Um, Buzelis is good, but it, it's, he's, you know, he's raw. Like, the, you know, it's, he's, you certainly see a lot of why teams like him, but you'll also see why you see why there will be some teams that probably love him, and then you could see other things why there probably will be teams that are like, no way, I'm taking that kid in the top ten. Like it's, and I think that's there's going to be a lot of people. Like I think instead of just this mass opinion of like, oh, we all love that guy, mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a lot of like, one team might think he's the number five pick, another team might think he's like the 20th pick like there's i think there's going to be and if you look at mock drafts you see a lot of these guys some of these you know especially the ignite guys but even some of the college guys like all over the place because i i think there's no real consensus on this you know the sar kid everybody believes certainly is going to be up there but again i don't know if every team loves him i was talking to john hollinger who was down at the hustle games uh, to watch the ignite and he was talking about you know just the same thing if he the people he talks to like there are some very wide-ranging opinions on some of these kids out there that's going to make it a weird draft this year. So I don't know if you have the fifth pick or you have the tenth pick. I don't know how much difference it makes. Well, a couple of things. It's always a crapshoot, but last year it wasn't a crapshoot with Wembenyama. He was a clear-cut consensus number one. We don't have that type of player this year. But every year they produce stars. There's going to be some stars that come out of this class. Now, can you identify that star? It's going to be a lot harder than it has been in the past. So I think more of it's going to be luck than it is going to be skill as far as your scouts are concerned. Also, that brings up the possibility of packaging a deal with that pick. It may not be as valuable as it's been in years past, but it's still valuable uh, going back to the texter, trying to be a top five, certainly. Uh, it, it, the higher it is, the more valuable it is. Now, remember, it's as, as most people should know this. It's not by record. It's a draft lottery. But you have a better chance the worse record you have. And right now in the NBA, when you look at the worst records, Detroit continues to have the worst record. They only have six wins. After that, Washington is nine. San Antonio and Charlotte each have ten. Then you jump up to Portland at fifteen. 
Toronto at 17, and then the Grizzlies sit there at number 18. But, again, it's weighted, uh, and then there's a draft lottery. So you could get lucky or have bad luck in the draft lottery. Yeah, I mean, the lottery determines the top four, and then it's record after that. But, uh, Correct. But certainly, yeah, I mean, you could get really lucky and end up in that you know, one or two spot, whatever. Um, and, <laughs> again, that, that might be good. That might be bad. It, may, it, might, it makes it a tougher decision to try and figure out. You know, looking at um, – I just pulled up the Ringers um, mock draft. Uh, Kevin O'Connor has three of the foreign guys going one, two, three. He has the two French kids, and he has a Serbian kid. Then he's got Reed Shepard from Kentucky going four. Then Cody Williams from Colorado at five. Pull up another one. Cody Williams is the number one overall pick in that one. He's got Buzelis at six um, in this. I've seen Buzelis as low as like 15 or 16, I think, in some. Um, you know, I don't know where he has. Let's see where he has Ron Holland. Ron, he has Ron Holland at 12. Some people have Ron Holland at like three. Like it's so, it is just there. And again, there's a lot of foreign guys that are going to be at the top of this draft. It's not as much college guys at the top of this draft compared to maybe what we've seen in Pasha. Obviously, last year with Weminyama, a foreign guy, the number one overall pick. But it's like there's like four or five of them that are expected to be probably lottery picks combined with a couple of the Ignite guys. I mean, you may only have four or five guys total from college in the lottery this year. What's Holland's injury, by the way? You, you it's, a th- certainly... it's a thumb injury. Okay, so it's nothing serious. That's something also you got to take into consideration. Are these guys in their young careers injury-prone? And, and certainly there's always the debate, best available player versus need. In the NBA, in my opinion, because it's a limited roster compared to an NFL roster, you have to go – need as long as there's not a big disparity i'm not saying that you you know you're taking me over like a magic johnson in a draft if it's the disparities like that but if it's close you got to look at some need and right now it's still the question mark that nobody has an answer for because it hasn't been spoken about as far as uh taylor jenkins or anybody within the organization about what they're going to do next year with the center position well, so is that something where Jackson is going to be moved over to the five? We debated this yesterday. Or will they look to try to draft a center? And they like this one, one of these, I'm just looking at two. I got NBA draft.net and I've got um, the ringer. One has Dalton connect at six. The other has Dalton connect at 15. Right. Um, <clears throat> you know, no consensus. The, the ringer has Zach Eady at 17. I, that's the other thing. A lot of the best college players this year are the big men. How do they translate into today's NBA? Like, I can't imagine there's a like there might be some teams that think Zach Eady can come in and they can use him in a good way. I'm sure there are other teams like he's big, but he just doesn't fit today's game. Like right. he doesn't fit what we want to do. He has no place on our roster. So like there's you know the the Hunter Dickinsons and the Edies and all these bigs out there that you're trying to okay does he fit what we want to do he might fit one team but he ain't fitting the other team because they can't shoot you know whatever if you, if you can't step out and knock down a shot we don't want you no matter how big you are or how many rebounds and you know can Edie guard in the NBA um, all of the I mean, other than just standing underneath the rim and blocking shots so the big men make it very questionable as well with that being you know the of many of the top college players. Klingon's another one from UConn. Had a double-double last night in the UConn win over Butler. National champions from last year, number one team in the nation. Again, Filipowski, very mobile big guy for Duke, who's got some skills and can step out and hit shots. So, yeah, that's going to be very intriguing, especially for a team like Memphis, that right now you would have to think is the center position is questionable. Unless, again, they already know in the back of their minds Kleiman and company already have this figured out that Jaron Jackson Jr. is definitely moving to the five next year. If that's the case, it's a different story. Folks, we are here at Dinstall's today. And, again, they are open here right now at the Pleasant View location. If you want to come on by and uh, do your shopping, pick out your chocolates for either the big game this Sunday for your party or, of course, for Valentine's Day, which is a week away. You can do that right now here at this location. All of the locations will be opening up at 10 a.m. this morning, open until 6 p.m. Again, you can order ahead of time for those chocolate-covered strawberries, which are available starting on Monday. But anything you order today, anything you get today, mention Sports 56, and you're going to get 14% off your entire order. And again, you don't have to do that in person. You can do that over the phone. You can call to any of the locations, place your order, mention Sports 56, get 14 
15% off your entire order. The chocolate-covered strawberries, the assorted chocolates, anything they've got. Maybe it's some of the cashew crunch, whatever. Whatever's in your order, 14% off today when you mention Sports 56. Speaking of Valentine's Day being a week away, folks over at Genesis Diamonds, of course, they've got plenty of gift ideas for Valentine's Day, and they've got something for every price range from $199 to $199,000. Maybe you're thinking about getting engaged. Go check out the amazing selection of engagement rings that they've got for you at Genesis Diamonds. Maybe it's not an engagement ring. Maybe it's just a simple pendant. Maybe it's a pair of earrings. Maybe it's a necklace. Whatever it is, talk to the folks. Go see the folks at Genesis Diamonds. Great selection, great prices, and a great staff not working on commission, not there to pressure you. They're there to help you find exactly what it is that you need, what you're looking for this holiday, for this holiday, this Valentine's Day holiday. Again, it's Genesis Diamonds, Poplar, and Perkins Extended. When we come back, we'll talk some college hoops. Last night, interesting night around the country, including some American Conference and SEC games. Plus, I spent a little time over at Memphis Tigers basketball practice yesterday as the Tigers get set for this final stretch. Can they get back in the picture for the NCAA tournament? It's possible. Can they do it? We'll discuss that when we return. Don't forget Andy Borman at 805 Tigers assistant basketball coach. This is Sports 56 Mornings with Greg and Eli on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Broadcasting from the Family Leisure Studio, we are Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports 56 Mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by East Memphis Ace Hardware at the corner of White Station and Quince. Here once again are Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Welcome back, everyone. 7.30 the time. Hour number one here on Sports 56 Mornings. Broadcasting live from Dinstel's Fine Candies and Chocolates making uh, smiles or putting smiles on people's faces for over 120 years. 5280 Pleasant View Road. We will give you all the details in just a second. It's our annual remote as we get ready for Valentine's Day one week from today. And a lot of opportunities for you to take advantage of our remote today as we'll be out here broadcasting all day long. Again, we'll give you the details in just a second. Hour two, Andy Borman will join us, Memphis Tigers assistant basketball coach. Got a lot of basketball to get into from the college variety. We talk Grizzlies in our first segment. We got more Grizzlies talk later with DeMichael Cole. Jerry Palm will join us at 825. We'll talk about his latest uh, bracketology. And then Hunter Story at 930. He's the director of the Bluff City Collective. Uh, text or text in. I mentioned that. Uh on one of these mock drafts that Reed Shepard was going, they had Reed Shepard going fourth, and they texted and said, Reed Shepard is nowhere ready to go. Uh, nowhere near ready to go. Well, I actually, I, I, on the Kentucky team, I think Dillingham is would definitely be the guy that I would want over Shepard. But again, like Shepard's fourth and one, and the other one, he's 15th. <laughs> and it's just, um, but, you know, I, yeah, I, on that Kentucky team, if I had to choose between those two guys right now, I would take Dillingham. Look, there's going to be guys that will be drafted late in the first round or in the second round and will end up being very good players. In fact, you may find a star or two. It happens all the time. This year, it just seems like it's going to be tougher to identify those players. That's all. It's just going to be tougher. There's nothing that's clear cut. All right. Last night, college basketball. Pretty busy evening. Ole Miss and South Carolina, the 15th-ranked Gamecocks, and the Rebels take them right down to the wire before falling 68-65 to the number 15-ranked Gamecocks, one of the hottest teams in all of college basketball. The Rebs fall to 18-5. and They are 5-5 and in the conference. They got 26 from Allen Flanagan. That would have been huge for the Rebels with a road win in a, in a Quadrant 1 victory over South Carolina, but they come up a little short. Yeah, nice comeback. Um, looked like they were kind of out of it early, made a nice charge. The last possession was bad. Um, you know, it was a lot like what the Tigers did against Ole Miss. Um, you know, Matthew Morrell coming down and throwing up a running three with like four seconds still on the clock. I mean, they had plenty of time to almost like run a play basically and get a good shot. And he throws one up on the run. 
they wanted a foul. I didn't, there was no foul. I didn't think there was any foul. Just a, um, you know, get just not a good final possession um, that they ran there. But um, another big win for South Carolina, who just keeps on racking up the wins, and they are they are really good defensively, um, and got enough offense. That's a that you know what, what Paris has done there is it's it's pretty incredible. I mean they. Uh, like they, the way they're going, they might end up in the top ten here before too long, which is pretty incredible. Do you remember off the top of your head where they predicted South Carolina before the season to finish in the SEC? Uh, I do not know. I'm not sure where they were picked. Um, was it even the top half? I, I, no, I, I don't. I can't even no imagine. Way. Right? I mean, they're coming off a exactly bad bad year last year. He's a first year. he's a legitimate national coach of the year candidate, and maybe the leading candidate right now. Uh, by the way, uh, one other SEC game last night, Kentucky all over Vandy. No surprise there, 109-77. to So a quick glimpse of the SEC standings. You have Alabama at 8-1, South Carolina right behind at 8-2, Auburn 7-2, Tennessee 6-2, then Kentucky at 6-4, Florida at 5-4, LSU at 4-4, four four, Ole Miss at 5-5, five five, Texas A&M, at four and four, and tonight you got Alabama at Auburn. So huge, huge game tonight. Yeah, huge rivalry game. So, so do you believe? Oh, go ahead, Zach. Yeah, yeah. So I got the preseason polls uh, from the SEC. Yeah, what you got? Uh, so they had Tennessee as number one team. The finished as number one team. South Carolina was dead last. Yeah. <laughs> Are you serious? Dead last? Yes. My gosh, did they miss on that one? I figured, yeah, they weren't in the top half. No, they were at the dead bottom. Thank you, Zach. That's that's crazy, the job that Paris is doing. An amazing job at South Carolina. But I wanted to ask you about Ole Miss. They had Arkansas third. And <laughs> yeah, the biggest debacle in college basketball this year is, is Arkansas. Hands down. I know there's a lot of disappointments. You know, the, the Tigers right now, going from where they were, is a disappointment. But I'm talking about overall from the beginning of the season to the end of the season – now, Michigan, a letdown, but Arkansas is first and foremost, I think, on that list. Ole Miss, to me, is certainly a tournament team, but right now they're five and five in the conference. Is is there a a number you're looking at with Ole Miss as far as conference record wise? To really, I, I think five hundred. Five hundred. I think okay. they can go five hundred because if they go, if you go five hundred, that probably you've. Because the SEC, I mean, there's enough good teams in there. To go 500, you probably had to beat some good teams to do it. Um, and with the, you know, the fact they were 13 and 0 in pre, in the non-conference, and even though they didn't really beat anybody, and the premier win of that is getting worse and worse because it's the Tigers. Um, I think that if, if at 500 in the SEC, I would think that probably would get them in. Again, it depends on other teams, all of that stuff. But I would say at 500, I would think that would give them a pretty darn good chance of getting in. The schedule remaining looks daunting. Now, they don't play this weekend, if I'm not mistaken. They're off this weekend. They don't play until next Tuesday, and they'll play at Rupp against Kentucky. Then they have Mizzou at home. You figure that's a win. The rivalry game at Mississippi State, the return game. Then South Carolina comes to the pavilion then alabama comes to the pavilion you move into march you go to missouri at georgia texas a&m at ole miss not the easiest schedule but you have opportunities i mean really strong opportunities if you can win those games well i think if you uh, you know they've been really good at home um if they can you know if you you, you like you want to sweep missouri um win be, your home games it, Win the home games, maybe you lose to an Alabama or a Kentucky, something like that. But, um, but generally, win the home games, get one or two of those. You know, get one of those on the road again. And that's right. If you go five hundred, that means you beat probably you had to beat some good teams to get there. Right. Uh, nationally, in the ACC, Clemson beats number three North Carolina on Tobacco Road, eighty to seventy six. I still think Clemson's a good team. I know they've had some some suspect losses, but uh, Jason Munson tweeted this out earlier today. Clemson, with that win over North Carolina, moves to 31 in the net. Virginia is 34, and they had a big win the other day. VCU, another team that Memphis beat, barely but beat them, uh, they are now number 80, whereas Memphis 
moves up to number 79. The Tigers are a long way from where they need to be, but that certainly didn't hurt with Clemson going into North Carolina and winning. Yeah, it's something that doesn't happen. Um, hadn't Well, it, it is crazy now because Clemson started 0-59 at North Carolina all-time. Then they finally broke that in 2020, I believe it was. And now they've won two out of three at North Carolina. So they are now uh, two and 60 all time. And it's astonishing to think that a conference matchup like it would be that lopsided. Right. <laughs> but two and 60. Um, and it looked like they had the huge lead early. And North Carolina kept chipping away. And then North Carolina got even, I think it was 70 70. And you thought, okay, boy, the, the Clemson's got to be like, well, this is just what happens to us at North Carolina. We we come here, we lose. But then they ran off, I think it was a 6-0 run or 7-0 run. North Carolina missed more shots in the lane. R.J. Davis just kept throwing up floater after floater that just would off the rim, off the rim, off the rim. Like they could not make a shot in the lane. Um, and credit, credit Clemson. Obviously, again, you want two and two when you're two and 60. Um, at a place that's obviously a huge win. And North Carolina, you're beating a North Carolina team that just came off handling Duke over the weekend. Yeah, I was going to say maybe a little bit of a letdown, at least early in that game, coming off the game against Duke and coming off a, a massive win. And they get back into it, and once they gain their composure, you thought they would win that game. But give Clemson a lot of credit. I still think it's a, a talented Clemson team that could be dangerous in the ACC tournament. Who knows uh, where they can go and get in to the NCAA tournament if that's uh, that's possible. So certainly possible. I'm not sure if that will happen. Uh, elsewhere nationally, UConn number one. I mentioned Klingon with the double double. They beat Butler 71 to 62. I still believe Connecticut healthy is the best team in the nation. They're the defending champions. It's a crapshoot this year. I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if it's any one of the top 20 teams in the nation that, that win the national championship. I, I just don't know this year in college basketball. Last year was pretty much up in the air. This year, I think maybe even more so, except that I think Connecticut has a really good chance to go back-to-back. And then in the American Conference last night, just one game, but what a game it was. As USF at home, they rallied from 17 down. Remember, this is the team that rallied from 20 down to beat Memphis here in Memphis. They rally at home. They beat Charlotte 72-69, two of the big surprises in the conference, USF and Charlotte. And USF gets the win. They go to 9-1 and one in the conference. What a job their coach is doing. 9-1. and one. Florida Atlantic is 8-1, and one, and then Charlotte is 8-2. and two. But Charlotte, a team that Memphis will play in Memphis, that will be coming up on the 21st of this month, so two weeks from tonight. And then USF, unfortunately for Memphis, they won't get a chance to play him again unless it's in the conference tournament after blowing that 20-point lead. But USF, 9-1 and one in American play. Yeah, I don't think anybody had that targeted. <laughs> no. You can talk about South Carolina. I don't think I don't think anybody had USF. I don't know where USF was picked in the American preseason poll, but it, it certainly nobody nobody thought they were going 9-1 and one in conference play. Had a chance yesterday to go over to um, – Tigers didn't have a – formal practice it was actually a day off so it was one of those volunteer deals you know you come in you want to go through um you know little weights work work out a little bit you want to go through some uh you know physical training there and uh, get ready health wise for the games coming up this week that's what the players did and there was a number of players that were there and then some were actually working with penny and i tell you I, i know there's a lot of uh controversy here lately with the losing streak and penny and what he's doing as a coach. That guy worked his tail off while I was there working with both Nicholas Jourdain and Jordan Brown. Down low, working. Again, Penny Hardaway was a, what, 6'9", is that what he is? 6'8", six, 6'9", six, point guard, right? But a guy who could play a lot of positions because he was so versatile and so talented. He was basically playing center in this little practice that they were doing, and and showing how to subtly push out a guy out of the paint without getting picked up for a foul, how they communicate on defense and not running into each other. It was really well done, and it was only him doing it. I mean, Andy was over there on the side. I didn't see Rick. Uh, Faraji was there, but it was Penny doing this. And 
I was impressed with the way he was coaching up these guys. Now, coaching them up and them, resp- them responding and seeing it actually come to fruition are two different things. But that's what he was doing, again, on a voluntary day where it was not a uh, practice that was scheduled. The team will leave today to head to Philadelphia to play Temple on Thursday. And then Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, they will take on Tulane. Again, these are all must-win games pretty much from here on out with maybe the possible exception of a Florida Atlantic team in Boca. But you're going to have to beat them here to have any chance to get in that large and go to the NCAA tournament. Also ran into uh, DeAndre Williams, who was at their most recent game. He was there at practice, had a chance to talk to him. And, you know, he's certainly a big backer of what the Tigers uh, are and, and what this program in the city is all about. So it was good to see DeAndre Williams. But we'll talk a lot more about the Tigers with Andy Borman, assistant coach. That will be coming up at 8.05. East Coast Wings and a Grill. Of course, when the Tigers are in action or the Grizzlies are in action or there's any action going on in the sports world, of course, the Happens to be a big game coming up this Sunday. That will certainly be on up at East Coast Wings and Grill. Maybe you're watching the game at home and want some wings or other great food for your party. Well, East Coast Wings could take care of that as well. But you need to get those orders in early to make sure they can take care of you for whatever those party needs are. I was up there last night uh, for a little bit, watching a little bit of the Grizzlies game along with the college basketball action from last night. Uh, enjoying some of their great wings, 60 different flavors of wings to choose from. Last night I went uh, Hot Honey and Spike Bourbon Street. Uh, you can get those. Of course, they've got uh, all kinds of great items on the menu beyond the wings, like their flatbreads or their burgers or their other sandwiches, salads, all kinds of great stuff that you could choose from on the menu there. 24 draft beers on tap. Uh, they've got any other drink that you need as well, and plenty of TVs to watch all of the sports action. East Coast Wings and Grill, located just off Highway 64, right there between Lowe's and Walmart on Kate Hyde Boulevard. Go check them out again. And if you need to get some food to cater that uh, party this weekend, talk to the folks up at East Coast Wings. Oh, by the way, happy birthday to uh, to Megan, one of the bartenders up there. Today's happy birthday. Happy birthday, Megan. Got to get that in as well. Very nice. Got to take care of your bartenders. Yeah, getting some brownie points, aren't you? Hey, Got to take care of your bartenders. You know how to do take it. Take care of your waiters and bartenders. Hey, when we come back again today, National Signing Day, not a ton of names, but another interesting signee for the University of Memphis and another transfer from a Power 5 school. We'll give you those details. And Rick Pitino has something interesting to say about college basketball and the future of the sport. This is Sports 56 Mornings with Greg and Eli, live from Dinstall's Fine Candies and Chocolates at 5280 Pleasant View Road in Memphis, right here on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Be sure to follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube to watch live video of our shows, stay up to date with station events, and have chances to win prizes. Don't miss out on anything that's going on. Follow us at Sports 56 WHBQ. Now back to Sports 56 Mornings on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by East Memphis Ace Hardware at the corner of White Station and Quince. Here once again are Greg Gaston and Eli Savoy. Everybody's working for the Welcome back, everybody. Ah, oh, we're having fun at Dinstall's. All the shows will be broadcasting live here from their Pleasant View location. And again, today, one week away from Valentine's Day, but today's the day to take advantage of the great deals. That's right. Make sure you mention it, whether you come in or whether you're just on the phone placing an order. Mention Sports 56, and you're going to get 14% off your entire order. That's get at any of their locations today. We are broadcasting live at Pleasant View. This location is open right now. If you wanted to come in, you could do that right now. The other locations will be opening up at 10 o'clock this morning, open until 6 p.m. You've got Pleasant View, you've got Laurelwood, you've got Germantown, Connerville, downtown, any of the locations today. Mention Sports 56. 14% off your entire order. Again, that's either in person or on the phone. Order those chocolate-covered strawberries. You'll be able to pick those up starting Monday. Um, you got, of course, everything else that you could possibly imagine in the world of chocolates. If you need stuff for the big game this weekend, need stuff for Valentine's Day, today's the day you can save 14% off on that. And, again, if you come into the Pleasant View location to do your shopping, well, 
you can also register to win. We've got a registration box here. And again, this is all day long. We won't be drawing the winners until just before 6 p.m. today. But you can register to win a one-pound heart-shaped box of assorted chocolates, one-pound box of the chocolate-covered strawberries, or two four-packs of tickets for the Tigers two-lane game coming up this Sunday. We'll be drawing for all of those prizes coming up just before 6 o'clock today. All you got to do is come on in here to Dinstall's on Pleasant View, drop your name in the box, and you are registered to win. And, of course, again, while you're here, shop, find your chocolates, mention Sports 56, save 14% off. It's a, it's a win, 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 win. It is a win, 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 win. You forgot that last win. Speaking of wins, the University of Memphis Tigers on signing day announcing uh, some of their signees. Again, not a big amount of uh, players number-wise because – most of the damage for every program out there is done in December now. And then, of course, after spring football, the portal opens up again. There will still be more movement as far as rosters are concerned. But there are some players that uh, waited till this signing period to announce, and that includes, as I mentioned earlier, Jordan Greer, a defensive back, a transfer from Indiana from the Big Ten. He is signed with the University of Memphis. Jalen Nichols, 6'5", 318-pound offensive lineman from Charlotte, North Carolina. I bet he could eat some chocolate. I'm yeah, sure he, he I could. I bet he could do the seven-pound box. <laughs> In one sitting, absolutely. He calls that a snack. He is a transfer from South Carolina. So they got the running back from South Carolina. They now get an offensive lineman. So Jalen Nichols signs with Memphis. Also, another Charlotte, North Carolina native. In fact, I believe... I was talking with Tim Buckley yesterday from the Daily Memphis, and I, I think he said, I may be wrong, that they were from the same high school, but he's an old Dominion transfer. His name is Taj Rael, 6'2", defensive back. So a couple of D-backs, big offensive linemen for the University of Memphis. Rick Pitino, first-year head coach, St. John's, and yesterday had some interesting things to say about the future of college basketball. He says college basketball needs a salary cap. He said the Power Five, and really it's Power Four, and the Big East Conference, which St. John's is a member of, the commissioners should get together and create a salary cap between one and a half and two million dollars. He said that that cap should be different from the other leagues. So he says he's not looking for a division between all the leagues, although this basically would be salary cap. We going down that road? No, they're not going to go down that road. Again, you're trying to that that is trying to limit the amount of money that the players can make off their name, image, and likeness. It is their name, image, and likeness. They should be able to make what money they can make off of that. Exactly. It's against what the whole argument has been for years leading up to name, image, and likeness and being instituted around the country. You 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 can't do that. You can't limit them. And now, again, as far as having rules and regulations of how everything goes about, that's the controversy we have right now with the NCAA saying that the schools and, uh, and, and the states themselves individually, you know, they've made all their rules and we're just enforcing them. That, that's a bunch of, that's cockamamie, you know what, because there's nothing clear and concise on how the NIL works around the country. And, in fact, I'll talk to Hunter's story a little bit later on in the show about that, the director of the Bluff City Collective. And that's why we have the the suit by the attorney general from Tennessee and from Virginia, the combination suit against the NCAA and that ongoing affair. And yesterday, a judge in eastern Tennessee kept in place, for now, the NCAA's rules, uh, the NCAA's rule prohibiting NIL compensation for being used as a recruiting inducement, denying a request for a temporary restraining order by the states of Tennessee and Virginia. But it doesn't mean that that is a complete setback. They're still going to have that hearing, and they feel very confident that with the Sherman Act and everything that's involved in that, that that they'll actually win their their case against the NCAA. So that is ongoing. It's a little convoluted. It's a little confusing but that's the latest from yesterday with this uh, eastern tennessee judges uh, ruling uh the big game is sunday i don't know if you know that but uh, the big game you the old big game coming up on sunday you got the chiefs 
and you have the 49ers as we continue the countdown to that game. And uh, once again, players uh, talking to the media, but now they'll hunker down and get ready for this uh, this actual big game that will be played on Sunday. We're fired up, and again, uh, here at Dinstals, you can go ahead and load up for the big game on Sunday for your parties that you're going to have with beautiful, uh, delicious, uh, delectable treats from here at Dinstals. You can be popular. You can be a popular party with Dinstals chocolates. You're going to win the party. That's that's a that's a you're heck gonna of win a over treat. the people. I think that's a heck of a treat. You throw the Dinstals chocolates on top of the the, the spread. That's a that's a heck of a Super Bowl party. You know, you get your normal, your wings, your pizza, whatever you like, and then for dessert you have these chocolates right there in front of you. Absolutely, yeah, they got out giant of this world. chocolate footballs. So that that's perfect for a big party this weekend. Big old giant football. And don't forget, you can have Dinstal shipped don't anywhere play catch in the country. With it. No, 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 don't, no. Be, don't be kicking it or anything like that. No, 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 no. It's just, it's, but it's, a, they got giant chocolate footballs. But again, you can have Dinstal shipped anywhere. It's not giant. Anywhere. It's a regular size football, but it's a, it's a football. They got chocolate footballs. Yeah, I, I was thought you thought you were talking about the little ones. Man, that is no, a big football. They got a football. football. They got a regular. It's a literal. It's a regular literally football. Literally a football of chocolate. Yeah, that's pretty good. But again, you can have uh, Dinstal shipped. These great chocolates and candies anywhere in the country. So when you stop by, ask them about their uh, their opportunities here to ship these fine candies and these great chocolates here at Dinstals. Again, five locations. They are open for business at 10 o'clock at the four of them. We're talking downtown, Collierville, Germantown, Laurelwood. But here where we're at, Pleasant View, they are already open. So you can come by early, register to win any of our great prizes that we've uh, talked about that we're giving away. All you have to do is register to win. When we come back in hour number two, we get back into Tigers basketball with assistant coach Andy Borman plus Jerry Palm at 825. We'll talk Grizzlies with DeMichael Cole at 905. Hunter Story, the director of the Bluff City Collective, at 930. Lots to get to. Again, uh, shout-out to our first-hour sponsor, and that's East Memphis Ace Hardware. That's right. Corner of White Station and Quince is where you'll find them. It's where you find everything you could possibly imagine. Anything you need to get a project done around the house, they're going to have you taken care of. Uh, they've got a great staff to help you find whatever it is you're looking for. Maybe it's some of the Benjamin Moore paint that they've got. Huge selection. They'll help you pick out that perfect color. It's, uh, they've got that plus all of the other tools that you would need from the brushes and rollers and everything else. Any tool that you need for any project. Of course, the Big Green Egg. They're a platinum dealer with a Big Green Egg. So they got all the different eggs and egg accessories as well. They've got the key fobs. they got so much stuff. Everything you need right there at East Memphis Ace Hardware and a great staff as well. Corner of White Station and Quince. You're tuned in to Sports 56 Mornings with Greg and Eli on Real Sports Talk. Sports 56 98.5 FM. 